What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. Yeah! Tonight, 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 we are going to have some fun. We're going to have some education up in here, and we're going to get down to the bottom of some things and see what is what. Once again, we're rocking with some Tomatry Radio every other Tuesday night right here on the Coach K Radio Hour of Power, giving more of what you need to devour. That's right. I'm not a poet, but you know, sometimes I try. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to a marvelous, fantastic episode tonight. Boy, is it going to be a barn burner. I said, maybe we need to get a little more controversial um, and get down to the bottom of some things that people don't really like talking about, or people are very, very opinionated tonight, um, or people are very, very opinionated about but they don't actually get down to the root cause of what's going on. Lots of opinions, but not necessarily a lot of facts. And that's one of the um, that's one of the things that we are looking for is some facts. And we don't want to keep on talking about where is this, where is that. We want to know how it came about. And are you able to prove it? 
Are you able to prove it? Because a lot of people have been just putting in their opinions. A lot of people have come with their dogmatic Christian ways or religious views and ways about this particular topic tonight. But tonight we're going to get down to the bottom of it. Um, I also want to thank um, everybody over at Symptometry Headquarters, Symptometry.com. I also want to thank everyone over at the Symptometry of North Carolina, as well as the American School of Symptometry.org. Please check them out. And also, please go over and check out the updates on my site, CoachKayer.com, K-H-A-Y-R, CoachKayer.com. Schedule an appointment. Look at the new layout on the site. Tell me what you think. Leave a message. Leave your email so you can subscribe to my newsletter. All those good things. You got to stay in tune. You got to zoom in to tune in. Um, also, by the end of the night, um, there's going to be some nurturing, I'm sure, and some people who may just need some straight out honest talk. And today I had a two hour session of just taking calls and doing 15 minute mini consultations uh, for my friends on Facebook from 12 to two. And I had all types of subjects that people called me about business, relationships, career moves, branding, um, all types of uh, uh, life paths. But I think a lot of it was people needed to get some things off of their chest and just be heard. And I was very pleased to be able to stand in and assist and help 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 them with what was going on. And I just really enjoyed that. And I think I'm going to start doing that like once a week, maybe like on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Um, maybe I might move it to Monday next week and just give people an opportunity to, you know, call me up and, um, let me see how I can help them because I am the coach and I am trying to help people lead a more productive life and help them become a co-architect in their own happiness, in their own life. And at times you have to get in contact with people who will keep it honest with you and keep it straight and keep it 100 and not cut corners, but also keep it confidential. So, um, that's one of the great things that I do love about uh, my my career path is the confidentiality that I hold so sacred in things that I have between me and the people all around the world that I help. So don't don't hesitate if you need to reach out to Coach about anything. Please just go over to CoachKayer.com, look on appointments, and you can just we can schedule a time to talk to see if we can set up something so I may be able to serve you better. All right? All right. Tonight's topic, yes, 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 it's going to be juicy. Um, it's going to be amazing. Homosexuality, is it natural or is it an abomination? Can science explain it? <laughs> boy, boy, boy. This one is going to just, you know, all night we may be hearing about this. And the hits just keep on coming. Because this is a super, super, super topic that um, there's just been so much talk about this ever since there's been the approval of same-sex um, same sex marriages by the Obama administration. And 
for years and years and years, the churches and different religious organizations and also a lot of radical right-wing organizations like the Ku Klux Klan have just had all type of evil things to say about anyone who they even had some type of thought about they were a homosexual. But once we look at the planet that we stay on, there are so many facets of the 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 fabric of our very society that we hold dear and important that some of the people, their particular sexual gender is unknown. And they may, or some of them have just outright said, hey, look, I'm out of the closet, or I don't even like using that term, out of the closet, because this particular show is about putting some science behind it so people don't have to be ashamed of anything. Like some people have a high sexual um, appetite, and they feel ashamed of it. Why should you feel ashamed? It's all about empowering people. There's so much ridicule that is going on day in and day out by people. To me, the elevator isn't going all the way to the top. You know, they they just ridicule people because that's how they came up. They came up ridiculing or being ridiculed, and they think it's funny. They think that it's um, a way of life. They think that um, ridiculing people is a way to justify their own personal differences. You know, it's so many people that are that hide behind these uh, accusations. You know, like in the 1960s, it was this whole thing about, oh, you're a communist. If you're a communist. In the, in the 1800s, it was the Salem witch hunts. Oh, if you're a witch. If, if you can't prove that you're a witch, then you must be a witch. So we're going to hold you underwater and kill you and things like that. So tonight we're going to talk about homosexuality. Is it natural or is it an abomination? Can science explain it? This is probably going to be part one of a larger show, okay? This may even turn into a series, and I want to encourage anyone who has a comment, question, or feedback, it doesn't matter which way you, you know, which way you are, you know, um, whether you're indifferent or whether you're pro-con or whatever, and you have something that you want to say, the call-in number is 347-205-9089. If you're listening on the Internet and you saw this on my Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter, I'd ask you to please repost this or share this so we can get as many people involved in the conversation and get down to the root of what's going on. Because some people... Like young people, 10 years old, 11 years old, they really need this information. And what we adults have right now is quite unscientific. It's quite based on rumor and speculation. And that's why we do these shows, because you can't be healthy using speculation. You can't cure yourself with speculation. And tonight we'll see, is homosexuality um, something natural? 
Is it something that it may not be natural and that um, could it be something in the genetics that needs to be cured? Could it be um, uh, similar to sickle cell anemia or asthma or high blood pressure? Inquiring minds want to know and we want to know. So now, of course, you know, I cannot do this show um, without my esteemed panel. So I want to bring them on one at a time right now. And I just know that this is going to be an amazing show. But like I said, I can't do it by myself. I brought the scientists in, and I first want to introduce an amazing young man who has uh, who introduced me to symptometry, who has turned me on to just quite a few things that have added champagne to my campaign and my journey of spiritual and physical and mental involvement on this earth plane. He's just an amazing person. He's an amazing scientist, an amazing doctor. He's an amazing uh, acupuncturist. He's an amazing husband. He's just, he just an all-around, you know, top shotter, if you would have it. Please put your hands together for Dr. Abbott. Dr. Abbott, how are you feeling tonight? Good. I feel fine. Thank you so much. How are you this evening? Man, I'm blessed by the best and too and, and just too sexy to be stressed, man. I'm just you know I I, heard I just, that. I've been pumped up about this about this topic and this show for over two weeks now. So I'm glad that we finally, you know, gonna be able to talk about homosexuality. Is it natural or is it an abomination? And to see if science can explain it. Absolutely. I, I, I understand that totally. And uh, I've, impo- I've uh, imposed that question uh, several times, and it, it's awesome to be able to finally have an audience to actually even know more and hear more about it because that's something we just absolutely need to know about. Um, you know, the information, there's so many thoughts and and ideas and, and different theories behind it. It's finally, I was really happy to finally hear a scientific explanation behind it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, I already see over in the over in the chat room. It's already, it's already, it's already firing up already. This is gonna be. Yeah, that's this is this is this is this is really going to um, this is really going to set some. Set the record straight, though, is what I, is is what we're here to do. Is set the record straight. That's right. Um, and I'm just I'm ready to gonna start. I'm, I want to bring. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said we might as well let the let things start flying around right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I want to also bring in another one of our um, esteemed colleagues, uh, one of my favorite people on planet Earth. She's an amazing scientist herself, a surgeon of well over 30 years. She um, is on each and every week with, with us, helping us and contributing totally to every topic that we have. And I'm just so proud that she's on again with us tonight. Please put your hands together for Dr. Elizabeth Frankers. And the hits just keep on coming. Good evening, Dr. Weining. How you doing? Good, good. How are you, Coach? Good evening, Dr. Abbott, Dr. Norty. Good evening, Dr. Lyon. 
I am doing I am doing fine as wine tonight. Um, as you can see, um, I think I picked a barn burner for us tonight to really talk about something that needs to be um, approached at, uh, more analytically versus emotionally. What say you? Yes, I think it's I think it's um, a topic that could well take a grounding in science. Exactly that to take the emotion out of it and bring more understanding. Exactly because this is this is um, I think this is one of Dr. Nardi's forte is not only just bringing in the scientific factors and the root cause, but also bringing in the quantum mechanics, bringing in the spirituality and tying it all together. Wouldn't you say, don't you think this is going to be an interesting yeah. show tonight? Exactly, yes. Um, I already have a caller calling in already. Um, I want to see the lines, like I said, are lighting up. If y'all got comments com- or questions or feedback, 347-205-9089. Let me open up the lines and uh, see who we got calling in here. Uh, C Landon 9, you're on the air with Coach Kair. What's going on, big brother? Everything is good. Everything is good. How you feeling tonight? Oh man, all is well. Peace to Dr. Abbott and and the Queen in the building. How y'all doing? Man, man. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. How oh, are you today? Oh, uh, blessed by the best, best by the best. You know, Coach Kyer. You know what I mean? Like when when I you know when you told me to run the board tonight, I you know I I had been a little busy all day until I saw what the topic was, and I was like, man, I got the I got the. Even if I had the, didn't even have the pleasure of running your boards or your show tonight, I had to call in and listen to this topic because, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, because you, you know, me, I, I'm, I mean, I'm in the sexual, in the sexual enhancement business. I have a real sex talk radio show. I, I deal, I deal with a lot of different people and a lot of different lifestyles, whether they're straight, trans, transgender, homosexual, whatever. I deal with them in my business. And I deal with them on on all kind of levels as far as when it comes to professional wise, and you know it's really interesting that 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 you know even even you know we have we, you know people are always very judgmental of of people that do not share their particular mindset or lifestyle. Um, at the, you know like like I really I really so happy and grateful that you did this show. Because, because you know, it, it's really key to sort of like let let the cats out the bags. I see how people really feel. You know what I'm saying? See, I really, you know, people really get real sensitive when it comes to topics like this. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing that when we have on my show that you know men have issues with women. You know what I'm saying? Coming near their their anus, like you know what I'm saying? Like don't don't touch me right there. Well, don't touch me. That's some gay stuff. You know what I mean? And I've, I've even dealt with women in certain groups that says if a man likes his anus played with, that's gay. So my thing was, what makes a person gay? Does it make a person gay because they have homosexual, they have gay thoughts, or they may have a little sugar in their tank? You know what I mean? But it may may actually be a little bit masculine. So what makes a person gay? And, and that's what I want to ask you, Doctor Abbott, and and the Queen that's on the line. What it what makes a person gay? It, it, are they born that way? Is it something? I saw something on Facebook where a brother said it's something in the chemicals that we're that people are ingesting in there in their system, whether it comes through the chemtrails through the air or in the food we eat. That that's why the reason why we have so many more gays in the world. 
Now, uh, go ahead. Oh no, no, I'm getting ready to just. We're gonna bring in. We're gonna bring in the head honcho. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna bring in that straight rocket fuel right off the top to uh, Dr. Nardi tonight. You know, the founder of Symptometry, because we want the science. We want to get as much uh, out of him tonight as we can before the 10 o'clock hour. So y'all put y'all hands together. I'm glad you started off with that question. Y'all put y'all hands together for Dr. Maxwell Park. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Nardi. Welcome to the show. Oh, good evening. Good evening, Dr. Wanek, uh, Dr. Abbott, and uh, you, to yourself, and the gentleman who just as a fiery question to, to set the ball rolling, and good evening to him, and good evening to the entire audience. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Nardi. As I was um, setting the stage earlier tonight, you know, saying, like, you know, you know I'm, I don't shun away from the taboo subjects, you know, and when we need to talk about things, I know that there are some 10-year-olds or some 11-year-olds who are being influenced by people's emotions or by um, uh, 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 dogmatic people of different religions and making them feel um, unworthy or less than human because of this particular topic. And then when they ask, where does it come from, then they have, they have nothing to tell them but, oh, oh that's, it's an abomination. Or some say, oh, it's natural. You know, it's, it's, an, it's, it's a natural thing. So I wanted to know tonight, that's why the topic of the show is, is it natural or is it an abomination? And can science explain it? Can it even be explained? And I think that uh, uh, Mr. Make It Happen came up with the question that summed it all up. You know, where does it come from or what even qualifies a person as gay or as homosexual? But anywhere that you want to start with this subject, you know, if you have any research on it, we, we just open ears tonight to hear what you have to say. Oh, oh, thank you. Um, I personally did not know that the year 2013 will come. Secondly, I did not know that the year 2014 will come. And that was in 2001. In 2001, I came across culates for homosexuality. And how... Uh, the researchers of the homeopathy uh, of the materia medica were able to come up with these two particulates where was really behind i mean uh, it, beat, it beat me completely but um i asked my former thesis director at clinton college to put me in contact with a geneticist so that i tried to understand how these two particulates found themselves in the materia medica. As you know, the materia medica is very, very vast, and you have to keep digging and digging and digging until you find the right particulate. Now, when I found this these two particulates in 2001, I did not know somebody, a family, will come from, I would not like to mention the state, because I don't know whether they will be listening or not, then they will say that... Uh, I disclosed their confidentiality on, 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 on radio. Uh, they flew in to come and see me because their daughter uh, was lesbian and their son was a transvestite. 
So they could not understand what was happening. And someone said um, the only person they know who can give them an explanation is this person. Call, call this telephone number. And I was, I was not available, but I was told that there was somebody from this state who wanted to talk to me urgently and, if possible, wanted to fly to come and see me. And lo and behold, they flew in to Chicago, and they came to my office, and we had a good talk. Um, they wanted to know what causes homosexuality and what causes transvestite behavior. Is it a curse from God? What have they done wrong? I said, no. It is not a curse from God. It is something that happened at the chromosomal level. Well, for those of you who are not very familiar with um, chromosomes, uh, chromosomes are special structures, and then uh, they help to determine the gender. And we are all born with chromosomes. There are 23 chromosomes in a man, 23 chromosomes in a woman, after fertilization, we have the 46 chromosomes. Now, the problem is, depending on the kind of food you eat, uh, alcohol and herbs, I will not, this is why I advise people to be very careful about the herbs they take. Uh, I will be discussing uh, some of this also during the upcoming seminar of the Symptometry Symposium in, in Greensboro. You have to be very, very careful about these herbs. Very, very careful. Because the nucleus of the herbs that you drink, or, the, or if it's a decoction, the nucleus has protons, the neutrons, and electrons. And in addition to that, they have nitrogen. This is what makes these herbs very, very toxic. Who knew that lemongrass, who knew that lemongrass, that that people drink as herbal tea is hepatotoxic, is toxic to the liver. How many people knew that? How many people knew that? And if you consume something like this, if when you are pregnant or you are just drinking uh, uh, lemongrass uh, tea, or uh, you had a fever and you go to a hospital and uh, they said, oh, well, we have to give you, we have to treat you with this drug, never accept it. Never, never, never accept it. Uh, in a state right now, there is a woman who was pregnant and then went to the, went to the OBGYN and she, and she was told that, well, uh, uh, we have detected uh, um, herpes and therefore you have to be treated for it. And you be treated with what? The woman is pregnant. You want to treat her with what? If a pharmaceutical drug, no, don't accept it. Because in the in the in the because in the in the nucleus you have chromatin. And chromatin has genes. Chromosomes have genes. What the difference between the chromatin and the chromosome is in the chromosomes we have telomeres. And in the telomeres, there are tracks. Everything, the, all the genetic information moves along tracks, just like rail tracks. They move along tracks. 
And if you have a chemical that disrupts these tracks, you are going to change the orientation of a whole human being. This is how this chemical, how, how toxic and dangerous these chemicals are. I had to go into such detail because I wanted to understand how these two particulars were in the material medica for homosexuality. How do they work? The mechanics was what I was after. This was what led me to one scientist, to one another gen to a geneticist, to a, a chromosome expert, and so on and so forth. What I discovered was there are chemicals that affect the size of the chromosome. Chemicals that affect the size of the chromosome. Now, um, you know, males have the Y chromosomes, females have the X chromosomes. If it is XY, to be a boy, especially if you know that uh, you go for a test, uh, if a woman is pregnant, I mean, after a few weeks, they, they can tell. If it is XY, you have a baby boy. If it's XX, you have a baby girl. Fine. Question, what is the size? What is the size of the chromosomes? If a man, a smaller Y chromosome, and social factors steer him towards greater affection for men, it is very likely that he will be he will be the female in the male to male relationship he will be the female in the male to male relationship for instance there are homosexuals in, in homosexuals you have one that is a male one that plays the role of a male the other that plays the role of a female what they find out what they found out was the one who had the smaller Y chromosome is the one that turns the role of a female in their relationship. If the man has a bigger than normal Y chromosomes and social factors steer him towards a greater affection for men, he will be the male in the male-to-male -male relationship. In other words, he will be the dominant partner. The other one will be the submissive partner. So this is how they play the role. Now, for women, if a female has a smaller than normal X chromosome and social factors steer her towards a greater affection for women, she will be, she will be the female in the female-to-female -female relationship. In other words, she will be the submissive kind, the submissive type, and she will be the woman or the female in the relationship. Now, the contrary. If a female has a larger than normal X chromosome and social factors steer her towards greater affection for women, she will be the male in the relationship. This is how it is determined who plays the role of a man 
and who plays, plays the role of a female in a lesbian relationship or in a homosexual male-dominated relationship. Size matters a lot. What affects size? Chemicals affect size. And please never assume that herbs are safe. Never, never assume that herbs are safe. The family that flew in to come and see me, when I discussed this, when I, was, when I made this expose, when I made this presentation to them, and I explained, as I was zeroing in on the tendency towards social factors and what happens during pregnancy, the woman was nodding, was nodding her head. The woman was nodding her head, and then she, she bowed her head. As if she was in a sh in shame, I mean, as if, uh, as if she was in a shameful situation or so. No, I asked her that, listen, this is not something for, for you to be ashamed of. Or don't feel guilty for what happened. You did not know. Because in that part of the world, you have six months darkness and six months light in this part of the United States. I'm not going to mention the name. You are free to guess where that state is. I have not mentioned it. All I'm giving you a few clues. In that part, we have six months light and six months darkness. Because it is very cold, very, very cold, bitterly cold, they tend to drink alcohol. And sometimes she did it. And of the two pregnancies, she was, a, she was a frequent alcohol drinker. And this was what happened. Now she wanted to know why uh, uh, the, 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 this one was, was homosexual, why the other one, and she, the, the, the saddest part was, that was what they were more, most concerned, was uh, uh, they only had two children. And this is what happened. So I told them that um, uh, I have two particulates. So when I told them I have two particulates, they woo, the, the, the eyes were, I mean, uh, became bigger in their in the sockets. And then uh, I see if there's something uh, for them to cheer about. I said, well, um, I will not, I cannot guarantee how soon there will be a turnaround. But all I know is um, you will be, the first couple that uh, you'll be the first couple who are going to benefit from this treatment. So I cannot guarantee anything. Let us see how things go. And this was in July 2013. That's why in my opening remarks, I said in 2001, when I came across these two particulars, I did not know that something will happen in 2013. 2000, July 2013 was when they came to my office. And today, we are, in, we are in 2014, and we are discussing this on the Coach Kair show. So that's why I said I did not know what happens. Now, what makes a homosexual? It is 60% environmental and 40% chromosomal. 60% environmental. Now, you are talking about social factors. 
social factors, environmental. Chromosomal, we have already discussed the chromosomal aspect, where the chromatin is involved, where the telomeres are involved, and where the chromosomes are involved, and where size uh, is an issue. Social factors, where you grow. Um, there, are more, there are more lesbians than, that come out of all-girls schools, and there are more homosexuals that come out of all-boys schools. Uh, one thing I know was when I came from Gabon, to, uh, when I came from Gabon to Accra, the boarding school in which I was, where the headmaster saved my, house, my, my life, was an all-boys board, all boarding school. All boys. When you go to the bathrooms, a big bathroom, you all had to be naked. I felt so bad, and, well, I wore my underwear, when we were, went to the shower and they were all laughing at me, all laughing at me, and they were speaking in Gang, that language, uh, the dialect, I could not understand. I did not know what they were saying, but all I knew was they were laughing at me. And then things were happening there in the shower. People were looking at each other's penis. They were looking at each other's size of the penis and all that. I had first-hand information about this because of what I experienced in the shower. Now, thank goodness that the headmaster of the school made me to move from the, uh, the, the, from the boarding uh, house to his place after he rescu rescued my life. And this was when I did not see what, what, what kept on going in the boy's place, in the boy's bathhouse and in the boy's dormitory. Now, there are girls where there are girls also who attend all girls schools. If you don't have the chromosomal problem, you will not be affected. But if you have a chromosomal problem where your chromosome is smaller than normal or is bigger than normal, well, you need social factors to steer you in that direction. And if you are in a boarding, if you are in a girls' boarding school, or you are in a boys' boarding school, these will be the social factors that will begin to steer you towards homosexuality. What are those social factors? Well, when you are in a place where, if you are a woman, if you are a woman, and you are in a place where all you hear is Men do not have a soft side. Men do not understand women. Men are abusive. Men are liars and cheats. Men use their penis as a, wep as a weapon of terror. That's all you hear. That is how the steering begins. This is how the steering begins. So if you are a girl in a sorority or and, uh, this is all you hear and your boyfriend's profile seems to fit into this description, you will easily buy into this belief 
And this is how you begin to drift slowly, slowly, slowly into the lesbian camp or into the uh, homosexual camp. Now, if you hear women say, if you are already in a lesbian camp and all you hear women say is, oh, well, um, all women are not here to bear children for men. Women are not here to bear children for men. We have, we have our lives to run too. I'm not going, I'm not going to a relationship where I will be doing the cooking. I alone will be doing the cooking. That is slavery. There, there are already too many children in this world. They are, look at even there are some children where, who their parents cannot take care of them. Then why bring in more children to this world? This is how the orientation begins. The immersion, the immersion begins. And for a person who has smaller than normal chromosomes or larger than normal chromosomes, this is going to be a breeding ground. So this is why social factors account for 60% lesbian behavior and homosexual behavior, and 40% is chromosomal. So this is what I found. And... Um, what I discovered so far is I'm asking the parents to give me progress report. The progress report is very exciting. The progress report is very good. Well, the progress report is that um, they they now begin to hate all boys' school. They like what, what they call co-educational, mixed. All right, this is, what the father, this is what the father told me. And the homosexual has started to dislike all boys or all men shows. And he likes, he's beginning to like mixed shows where there are men and women, where there are boys and girls. This is a positive sign. Homosexuality is not a disease. It is not a curse from God. It is something that happened at the chromosomal level. And if you cannot fix it, try to understand what really happened. Try to understand what really happened. If this woman had not been drinking alcohol, if certain people have not been taking certain pharmaceutical drugs, if certain women during pregnancy had not been taking certain alkaloids from certain plants, which they thought where, oh, there's tea. Oh, well, it's, it's just, we all, we all drink it. Go to Africa now. Go to Africa now. There are many homosexuals. There are homosexuals in Ghana, in Uganda, everywhere. 
and these are people even who 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 led a tribalistic life where they had traditional medicine where they had traditional medicine very few of them even had contact with these these pharmaceutical drugs when they are sick they go they go to a to, to, to an herbalist it's the herbalist they know and yet they tend to be homosexual there is something toxic there is something toxic that disrupts the tracks in the telomeres. So until you have a particulate that is strong enough to, uh, uh, to, to release vibrations, that will be able to correct this track and set them properly so that genetic information flows in a straight line. Well, there is nothing you can do about homosexuality and lesbianism. Basically, this is what I found, and the treatment has started, started in 2000, July 2013, and so far, the, the, there are positive signs that the tracks are being uh, uh, properly repaired so that genetic information flows properly. So it is not a disease. It is a chromosomal peculiarity. I would not like to call it a chromosomal disorder or a chromosomal abnormality. Once you mention the word abnormality, it's finished. It's like, ah, it's abnormal. Well, that is not the word. Peculiarity is the word. Peculiarity is the word. Something strange happened at the chromosomal level, and then the tracks were disrupted. I would like to put it in this technicality. Thank you. Dr. Nardi, whew, boy, 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 you know I got, I got I got to go in here first. The call in number is 347-205-9089. I see you in the queue, 516. I see you call a 215. Anybody want to get in on this, 347-205-9089, please press 1. Let me go back over this to make sure I got it before I ask my first question. At, originally, you said that to identify, we're looking at the chromosomes first, which is 40% of the makeup of what makes a person um, a homosexual. And if the X chromosome is larger than normal, then that male would be, in, in, in a man, if his X chromosome is larger than normal, then that man will be... No, in, in, a, in, a man, in a man, the Y, the Y chromosome. Oh, the Y chromosome, exactly. My fault. You're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. The Y chromosome. Excuse me, that's right, the Y chromosome. Okay, so if the Y chromosome is bigger, he's going to be the more young or masculine man in the male-on-male relationship. If the y chromosome, That's correct. If the Y chromosome is smaller then in a homosexual relationship, he's going to be the more passive or dorsal or, 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 or yin or receptive male in a man-on-man homosexual relationship. Is that correct? That's correct. Their role, their role will be more feminine. Right. So this is the part that I needed to ask on. So what makes a heterosexual male? Like, is it, does that mean that there are three sizes 
of Y chromosomes. There's a normal size, there's a larger size, and there's a smaller size. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. That's correct. That is that. That was that was what uh, that was what they, they discovered. That was what they found. Um, the one, if if it is normal, if it is normal, uh, well, you, you call them straight or whatever. If it is normal, if the size is normal, fine. But if it is larger, if it's larger, well, even there, if it's larger, still, I will not, I will not, um, I, I will not, um, I will not rule in homosexuality immediately. No, you will need some social factors to come in. Exactly. You will need exactly. some. You need some social factors. You may have, you may have somebody, you may have some people who may have the tendency to homosexuality, but the social factors are not in place for the full immersion of homosexuality. So they may, they may fantasize about it, but they do not have, they, they do not have the guts to cross the line yet. Hmm. Okay. So, and then for the woman, if she has a normal X chromosome, then she would be, um, have a tendency to be a heterosexual female with no tendencies of homosexuality. If the X chromosome, that is correct. If the X chromosome is larger in a, if she was to be in a, a homosexual relationship or a lesbian relationship, she would um, be more of the tendency to toward the dominant female. And if she That's had a correct. smaller smaller X chromosome, she would have a tendency to be the more passive or um, or the more receptive or yin female in a female female lesbian relationship. Correct. That's that is correct. Now. Here's the other piece, the steering, S-T-E-E-R-I-N-G. You said that That's 60% is, is in environmental or social factors that steer the person towards those tendencies. That's and, correct. Um, you, you said that in an all-girls school, uh, normally you see more lesbians are produced and then in all male school, or maybe I would say all female environments, um, the more okay, lesbians that's good, are that's um, I will not say I will not say all female environment. I was very more specific about the schools because I I had first hand knowledge of the, the the school where I attended the all boys school, and then and then those who attended all girls school, uh, you know Accra girls Accra girls in in Ghana in uh, in Accra, uh, it's Accra girls. And um, the the number of lesbians that came out of that of out of Accra girls are is, is is quite large. And then there's another one also in, in Kumasi, St. Louis, in Kumasi. You know, uh, they, they said that there is uh, uh, there is quite a number of um, of lesbians that came out of girls' schools, all girls' okay. schools. Yes. Okay. And also, you said one of the factors that contribute to the peculiar sizes of the X or Y chromosome is the diet, correct? That's correct. That's correct. The diet, the diet and lifestyle. The diet and the lifestyle. And then you said something about you can't trust all the herbs. Can you just can, can you go back 
Can you go back over and what did you mean when you said you can't trust all the herbs? Oh, um, I will be discussing that also at the symposium. You know, we have alkaloids. And, all, you know, we have four different main groups of alkaloids. You have the indoors. Uh, you have the steroidal alkaloids. They are the alkaloids. And when you, when, you, when you look, when you study the nucleus of an alkaloid, you see nitrogen in there, and you don't see nitrogen in the nucleus of a human being. In a human cell, there is no nitrogen. You know, you see, you see protons, you see, you see neutrons, and you see electrons. But in the plants, in the, in the, in the nucleus of an alkaloid, uh, uh, you, see, you, see, you see nitrogen, nitrogen molecule within the nucleus. So this really shows that there's a big difference between many plants and animals or plants and humans. Okay, okay. Um, and then when we talked about, so some some would say you definitely, well, even I, I would say that as far as the definition, because we know now that with a, when I look at a, explosion in the population or the number of people who are um, saying they are gay, lesbian, or homosexual, that um, we have also noticed an explosion in um, shifting in dietary regimens amongst Americans and people worldwide. Wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't you agree to that? I agree. I agree. This is why. This is why. This is why we 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 are very very busy in symptometry, uh, making sure that you know the message uh, is well spread, so that people learn to live scientifically. Um, if you, uh, especially, my, my main concern is people who eat raw food, who do not know, who have no clue about. Uh, uh, what is in this, uh, uh, these plants. And when you go to Oregon, uh, University of Oregon, uh, Portland, you, you see when you go to the uh, uh, Institute of Traditional Medicine, where uh, Dr. Damaratna has used uh, thin layer chromatography to deconstruct the various plants, the cabbage for the indoors and all that. And you see this, and you see how these plants can hurt people. How this tea, you think tea is very, is, is, is very is, is innocent, is, uh, 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 is harmless. That is not true. The catechins in some of these teas, when you see them reacting, when you see them reacting, I mean, you, 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 will, be, you will be shocked at what you see. What you thought was healthy is not healthy at all. And this is how they keep damaging our chromosomes and our telomeres. They keep damaging our chromosomes and our telomeres. And then we blame, we blame this on pharmaceutical drugs. Honestly, I, I used to be hard on pharmaceutical drugs, but now, n not anymore. I'm equally harder on, on herbs. Yeah? Herbs are causing more, more damage to people, especially people who don't even... Use pharmaceutical drugs. Go to Papua. Go to Papua New Guinea, where people have not uh, uh, are, are not close to 
in a in a, in a hospital facility at all for miles and miles. Go to Solomon Islands and feel the damage that herbs have done to these people. So I am for scientific eating, scientific living, so that we stay away from these herbs and this alcohol for alcohol and anything that will hurt our DNA, our chromosomes, our telomeres. Yes, life and uh, life and, and lifestyle and diet are now um, playing a major role in uh, our disorders. Yes, thank you. And then it is what we call the male bashing, where you said that the females would be in groups and they would say, oh, the man is just using his penis as a weapon. Or men, you know, um, we in the stage of the goddess phase and we don't need men like that. And women should think like men and we just as strong as they are. And we can do what they want, and, and and we can do what they want to do. You're saying that those environmental factors scare the genes. That's the word I think I heard you say. It scares the gene. Can you talk about that just a little more about how the language energy? You may have to go into metaphysics a little bit now about how the energy of the words that come out of our mouth are steering actions and how the genes. And the cells actually listen. Can you please talk about that for a second? But sometimes, sometimes, well, sometimes even before before I come to words, I want to use the I want to use looks. You know when you do when 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 your dad, you know, looks at you a certain way, or your mom looks at you a certain way, without even opening the mouth, and you know right away that what you did is wrong. You have to put it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So now you are going to use words. Words have very, very powerful vibrations because they come from the voice, from the vocal cord. Very, 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 very powerful vibrations. And they sink deep into the cells. And what are in the cells? What are in the cells? The genes are in the cells. The genes are in the cells. And the influence that these words have on the genes, I mean, it's unquestionable. All of a sudden, you see that it, the behavior is already affected. This is how words influence behavior. Wow. Wow. Words influencing behavior. Woo. That's that's a that's a that's a very that's a that's a real powerful one right there, Doctor Nardi, and 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 that's why <clears throat> I'm always telling people to be you know no whining and complaining because when you whine and complain, you know your cells are listening, or when you say, oh I hate feeling like this, or why where I hear women saying I hate when my menstrual cycle come on, or I hate my menses, or you know, or they talking about they hate. They just using the word hate, and the word hate. That that that, 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 that is that that word is that word is too strong. That's why I stay away from it. I I use dislike or something, but hate. That's too. You know, the vibrations from hate is too is are, 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 are too heavy, too strong. 
This is this is this is big right here. So you saying that some of the things that are coming out of our mouth are some of the main factors in 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 the way that we are being influenced. And now this even goes that you know we are so susceptible to influence by today's media. Yes, that 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 is true. That is true. But at the same time, you know, don't forget that the media goes both ways. So if you have a very, very good platform and uh, you have a good audience, uh, people will begin to listen to you. People will begin to listen to you also. You see? And then you are going to spark a debate. And once you are going to spark a debate, enlightenment, you know, in French we say de la discussion jaille la lumière. You know, light comes out of discussion. You know, enlightenment comes out of discussion. So it's good that something like this is going to yeah, well. You have you have your you have your advocates. The other the other people also have their advocates. But whether you like it or not, science will prevail. Science will prevail. All these uh, all these pastors who have been saying that uh, uh, the Bible does not approve homosexuality. Well, they don't know anything about the chromosomes. They don't know anything about the telomeres. They don't know anything, anything about, about the size of the chromosomes and the chromatin. They don't know anything about that. You know? So if a discussion of, of this magnitude uh, reaches the ear, uh, they will begin to tone down uh, uh, the homosexual bashing and lesbian bashing and all that. They will start toning it down. Doctor, uh, can you say that term in French again, please? De la discussion jaillit la lumière. De la discussion jaillit la lumière. Enlightenment comes out of discussion. So it's good to discuss. Start a debate. Start a debate. Thank you. And um, now, as you, you mentioned the preachers, and the preachers use the word abomination. They say that <laughs> homosexuality is an abomination. Is there a scientific equivalent, or is, even, or is the word abomination even recognized in the scientific field? No, um, science explains. You know, I told you in 2001, you know, that's the kind of person I am. You know, I, I, I do not just come across something in the material medical and just let it lie there. No, 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 no. I have to pursue it and pursue it and pursue it until I get the answer. You know, I, uh, uh, this is science. So if you don't know it, there, is, there must be a scientist on this planet who has, who has studied before, maybe he did, not, he did not reach a conclusion, but he has studied before. I want to know where that scientist has reached. This is the kind of person I am. Now, I have many, many ways of getting to many, many scientists. I always start with my former thesis director. If, I, if he, he does not know a scientist in that field, I go to some of my colleagues. Uh, uh, who work at the FDA for many, many years. They, you know, scientists, they work in a, they are in a network. If A does not know where, oh, I know someone who knows. Oh, I know someone, by all means, 
eventually that was how I got to the bottom of this chromosomal problem. And then eventually it was not a chromosomal problem, it became a chromosomal peculiarity. The word abomination, I wish, I wish the preachers also had this motivation. I wish they had this motivation, you know, to keep searching and asking and asking and asking. There's, but let me tell you one thing. There is a good news. There is one doctor in, uh, one doctor preacher in, uh, in, in, in Maryland who in const, is in constant contact with me, and he even uses uh, this book, uh, uh, The Most Complete Person. For some of his for some of his sermons, I mean this is this is this is this this is this is very impressive, you know. One person has already broken broken from the pack. One person has already done that. So to use the word abomination, well, I will not say that uh, uh, it leaves much to be desired, but uh, that person needs to improve and know more about what happens at the chromosomal level in order to give birth to a child who six years from now, ten years from now, will have certain tendencies if social factors also play in their favor. Thank you. Wow. Okay, well, you know, I got, you know, the next question that's burning my ears up is, what about a person who is a parent who already has children? This is not like they're not 15, 16, like they already have children and their children are, you know, 10, 11 years old and they were sexually active growing up and um, they have one child or two child and then all of a sudden or somewhere, not all of a sudden because we know things don't happen like that, but there's a change in their uh, preference and a move from heterosexual and liking people of the opposite sex to now being involved with people of the same sex, where you have men now telling women, you know, uh, I'm gay, or you have women telling men now, you know, uh, I'm a lesbian, but they have children already. Can you, can you talk about that? Is that, a, is that still coming from environmental and socio factors, or is that coming from a diet, or are there some scientific reasons why a person would be energetically attracted to, to a person of the opposite sex for well over 20 or 30 years of their life, and then after, you know, after a time they say, I'm no longer attracted to, you know, that, uh, that energy? Yes, that is true, because yes, yes, yes. You know, these were people who have been fantasizing. This means that this means that their propensity has been there. It has been there all along. But they had to play along in society. But they are tired now of they are tired of playing along. So now they want to let the whole world know who they really are. Yes, 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 it happens. Wow. So you saying that the so the propensity is there now. At the very beginning, you talked about um, a family that came to you that had a, a daughter that was a lesbian, and you said the other child was a transvestite or something? What transvestite, trans, transvestite, transvestite, okay. yes, yes, yes. And then, in and, order uh, to, and then, uh, yes, go ahead, sorry, sorry, uh, go ahead. 
in order for you to go look for a particulate, would you use the word homosexuality can be cured as it is a defect, or would you say that homosexuality can be reversed? Well, it is not a disease. It is not a disease. Therefore, the word cure does not, is not applicable. It's not a disease. So all, all uh, since it is not a, since it's not a disease, are not a synonym of disease, disorder. Okay, the next, the next one is peculiarity. So what do we do to a peculiarity? What we do to a peculiarity? We do adjustments. That's what we do to a peculiarity. We do adjustments. Making an adjustment to a peculiarity. So homosexuality is not a disease. It's a peculiarity. And, and here I'm not playing with words. Here is there, or with synonyms. Here I am, I am, I am basing uh, what I am doing on what happens at the chromosomal level where the telomeres, the cracks in the telomeres were disrupted. Can so what am I that? doing? Can you spell that word teramis so people can understand uh, you? Can you spell the word teramis? Uh, uh, telomere. Telomere. T for Thomas, E for Edward, L for Larry, O for Orange, M for Mary, E for Edward, R for Robert, E for Edward. Telomere. Now I've never heard of that word, and I'm and I and I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not the most intelligent, but you know, we have a very intelligent audience. Um, so, and I'm sure that some other people have never heard of the word telomere. Can you please give us, you know, a little more background on what is a telomere and why it plays a factor or plays a role in uh, homosexuality? Or, oh, a telomere. Or, or heterosexuality, for that matter, and why, and what is it used for? What role does the telomere play in the human body as far as on a genetic level or chromosomal level? Well, a telomere is a structure of the, of the chromosome. It's, it's, it's one of the, it's something like, it's something like, a, it's something like an antenna. Um, the, uh, uh, the gene releases information. You know, we have the gene releasing information in the different, different um, cellular organelles, different, different parts of the, of the cell. Now, if you are going to have a child, and uh, if you are going to have a child, and, um, and uh, uh, the gene will have to work. Hello? I'm still here. Oh, okay. All right. I heard somebody's whistle or something. I don't know. Okay. And this has to go through chromatin. All right. Chromatin has to work through the telomeres. The telomeres are an, an extension of chromosome, as I said earlier. Genetic information passes through tracks, tracks within the telomere, so that it can communicate this to the other parts of the cell. And this communication could be for the production of uh, 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 reproductive organs. If it's a male, if it's a female, now what about the glands for a male? What about the, what about the glands for the female? All these things are being, being carefully monitored by the telomeres. That's why when the telomeres, when the telomeres 
are uh, are, de- are, are degenerated when the telomeres are uh, are not um, are not renewing themselves. When they are not renewing themselves, um, there's a tendency for a person to become infertile also, because the telomeres are affected. This is why you have to know you have to take good care of uh, of your sperm if you're a man. Women don't have to worry too much because uh, women have to only to worry about how to release the egg into the fallopian tube. That's it. Sometimes, you know, the cilia is, is, is the cilia, the, the brush, the brush is too weak. But I'm not going to these details, but I'm just explaining what the role of the telomeres is. It is very, very important in gender, in the, in the characteristics of male, in the characteristics of females. That is the role of the telomeres. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm going to open the lines up in a second. I got to ask one more question that's really, uh, um, really dear to me and my um, to my heart. Please, for those listening in the chat room, please change your font color to a different color other than black, so the conversation can flow better. So please don't use the color black in the chat room. Please, you know, change your font color so the conversation can flow. And if you have a comment, please call in 347-205-9089. Dr. Nardi, this question is kind of like the wilderness. You know, in the wilderness, you um, you have stronger animals preying on weaker animals. And there are times when in social settings and social environments, you have some people who may be on the fence, I would say, meaning they are um, have um, energetic or sexual attractions to people of the opposite sex, but they have, you know, maybe they do have the smaller um, chromosome, the smaller X or the smaller Y chromosome. And then you have a person who may have a, now that I'm understanding, a larger X chromosome or a larger Y chromosome and the term we use as get at you, they will come and try to get at a person and convince them that, you know, you, you know you're a lesbian. And then she say, well, 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 maybe I'm not a lesbian, you know, but the, other, but the other female may be coming at her and say, you know, rather aggressively, you know, and, 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 and trying to influence those social factors and, and, and it not be a group of women, but it may just be one woman and it look almost like a hunt or in a male situation in the prison system where there may be a, um, a, 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 a young man who is timid, who has been you know, incarcerated for some reason. And there may be a man in there who has, um, of course, you know, his diet is not right. And then he may have an extremely, you know, larger X chromosome, and he's a more dominant male, and he That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, is coming more aggressively at, the, at um, the timid male, as what we may call a turnout. He's trying to turn him out. You know, what is it? Um, and, and for me, I don't necessarily um, succumb or even appreciate someone who tries to aggressively influence someone by mental manipulation now because that because that happens where there's been some mental manipulation and a person is naive or a person is timid 
and then a person got a good rap game or a good mouthpiece, and they talking to them like, you know, you can come be my girlfriend. I never do you like that. You know that man, he don't understand you. Or the male may tell the other male, you know, you my boyfriend right now, or I'm going to take care of you, and you need to be protected because you in here. Can you speak on, because to me, I feel like that's a degenerative character, the person who is being aggressive and mentally manipulative. What do you have to, I mean, what are what is your opinion or what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've, I've uh, in in my in my in my spare time, if I don't drive around, I watch uh, documentaries or I watch Raw. Raw is uh, you know about the prison system in the United States, and then you see um, I see I see exactly what you what you are talking about, where um, a young a young a young a young man who has no experience in the prison system uh, comes in and he's already horrified by. By, by, by the institution, by what is going on to him, that is a complete wilderness, you know. And then you have a, uh, you have a, 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 a pro, a pro who has been there, who, who, who knows nothing but prison life, who offers protection. You see, uh, that, that is a complete predator. You know, he, he knows, he knows, he knows how to read uh, people's weaknesses. And he's going to capitalize on that weakness, and then, if, then what is going to happen is he's going to be, to be the dominant person. Well, here is here is somebody who has homosexual tendencies already. Here is somebody who has homosexual tendencies already. Who knows whether he was a full-blown homosexual already before coming to prison, or because or because he has been going in and out of prison all these years, and all he knows is the prison. He developed full-blown homosexuality in the prison. And this does not only happen to men. I also watch women in prison. They have the same tendency too. You see, they have the same tendency also. So I don't want you only to lean on men alone. Lean on women too. These are women who have had this tendency and did not have the opportunity to express them fully, and now they have the opportunity to express them fully in prison. And if they are released, they would like to continue their relationship even after prison. That is what I've observed. Even after prison, they would like to. And when the saddest part was when the girl, when uh, that men, women on women relation, when the girl was being released first. The dominant woman, as if it was a funeral, as if it was a funeral. She was so depressed, and uh, she did not know what to do. But they insisted that the relationship should, should, should go on. And then after that, the producer, the producer turned the car, I mean, uh, turned off the camera. So I did not. I wish I, I, I wish I had followed it to his uh, logical conclusion to know what would have happened. But that was everything turned black by then, so I did not know what happened. So it happens both ways, yes. Mm. Okay. I, I, I have to respond. You know, I'm in the middle of my show. I want to respond to someone in the chat room. Um, uh, if you're just coming on the show late and you're making a comment and saying, if someone is weak, they are susceptible to foolishness, from homosexuals and heterosexuals. That's how straight women get turned out by pimps. I want to tell you, you have no idea what you're talking about. You came on the show late. 
and that's to, to, to call someone weak and foolish are not scientific terms, and that's how that's not how we um, discuss and solve problems or uh, or come up with solutions on Coach Kyrie Radio. So your comment is incorrect because there's no scientific backing about somebody being weak or being foolish or a straight woman being turned out by a pimp. And we've already had shows about sexual deviations or sexual peculiarities that if you would listen in, you would know that these are things that have come because of people's diets, lifestyle, genetics, chromosomal issues that we've discussed tonight, as well as social and environmental um, factors as well. Okay? So I just want to go on the record. And if you want to say I'm putting you on blast, then you can call it what you want to call it. This is my show. I do things like I want to do it, all right? That's, that, and, 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 and we are, um, we don't subscribe to calling people weak or calling people foolish. Now, we know that there are predators and there are people who are out here who are naive, but it's not anything where somebody is going to be looking down upon someone because they have um, a chromosome that they don't have any effect on. What, what, what could they have done as children to affect the size of their chromosome. If, but if they want to change or be willing to change to try something else, then that is their particular choice. But we don't go around here saying that people are weak or foolish. Um, Dr. Nardi, when the family came to you and they brought their daughter who was a lesbian and their son who was a transvestite, was it a forced situation? Did, did, did the parents force the woman who was a lesbian, or did they force the son who was a transvestite, or was it their personal choice to participate in um, taking the particulate to um, cleanse the telomere? No, no, no. Um, honestly, um, what, what really impressed me was the family was united. It was just the mother who kept uh, lowering her, bowing her head in as if in shame. That's why I said there was nothing to be ashamed of. You know, they wanted to know. They wanted to know something about that. And then later on after that, they also wanted to know. Then the, the, uh, uh, the, the boy, the boy wanted to know what about transvestite. You said something about this. What about, what about transvestite? It was the boy. It was the boy who, 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 was, who was interested in this, you know. And, uh, and uh, I gave them the explanation for transvestite. Uh, how how a, a boy how a boy is, is trapped in a woman's body, or how a woman is trapped in a boy's body, and all that. So I give them the explanation, and the, the, so it was it was uh, it was voluntary. It was voluntary. It was uh, willing participation from, from 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 the family. Yes, and I I have to say thank you very much to to the homeopathic researchers. Who, who, who put this, uh, this particulate in the material America. I have to thank them very much because this means that they, are, they knew something about this that most people did not know. So all I had to do now was find some uh, geneticists, some chromosome experts, so that we brainstorm and find out what else is out there, you know. And they were also very, very... And I, had, I took the book with me. I took the material medical with me. And I opened the book and I saw it. I said, what? There is something for this? 
I say yes. So that's why I'm here for answers. You help me halfway, I help you halfway, and then we'll have to solve this. So that's what happened. So eventually, even the transvestite also had uh, an answer. This is science. Science always has an answer. If you don't know, keep knocking. Keep knocking. There is someone somewhere on this planet who has the answer. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, is this not, I'm, I'm just going to throw this one out here like a softball pitch. I, I'm not going to say I know the exact answer, but you may laugh at this one. Is this, uh, is this chromosomal defect or, or particularity or the social um, and environmental influences, does it have a color? Is it more black than white? Is it is it more white than black? Is it more Chinese than than uh, than Russian? Is it more Spanish than it is um, uh, 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 Mexican or whatever? Even though that's the same thing, you know, because a lot of well, people are saying a, a, a lot of people are saying that all oh, the the homosexuality is destroying the black family and yada yada yada. Does homosexuality, um, you know, does it have? Is it like an enemy that's out here trying to just pick on one body or group of people or people of color? You remember I, I mentioned earlier that there are homosexuals in, in Africa. You remember I mentioned that. I said I mentioned Ghana. I mentioned Uganda. You know, there are homosexuals everywhere in the world. This is not something to be condemned. You have to understand it. So to say that, oh, uh, um, more Caucasians are, are homosexuals and they are coming to destroy the African, uh, African, uh, uh, African-American family structure, that is not true. That is not true. So if you change your diet, if you eat scientifically, you don't drink alcohol, and you stay away from certain herbs, certain herbs, especially lemongrass. Oh, well, I drink herbal tea. I drink herbal tea. You, you drink herbal tea. Have you deconstructed the tea to know what is in there? What kind of catechins are in this tea? Have you done that? And then you, you are going to blame the white man. Don't blame any white man. Don't blame any white man. It's your diet and lifestyle that is causing this. Stop this blame game. Thank you. <laughs> I wrote the same thing in the joint. Where my, where my applause at? Bam! Oh, okay. It's awesome, room. baby! Look at shot. Hold on. Yeah. Night. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Woo, the lines are lit up right now. The lines lit up right now. Boys getting ready to go on and on and on. I see y'all over there. Uh, everybody that's in the queue, let's get in and take some comments. I got more questions, but I said I could do a part two to this show. We only got 30 minutes. So let me go to the line and take some comments and feedback and some questions. If anybody wants to call in and voice your um Really, I'd like you to ask a question because we're coming scientifically. And if you'd like your opinion to be addressed, with science, then you've come to the right show. We're not going to be giving you an opinion. And if you come with an opinion and we give you science, we're going to ask for scientific background. We're going to ask for we're going to ask more for we're going to ask more for facts 
versus we are opinions and emotions, okay? Because we're not blaming no boogeyman. Like Dr. Nardi said, we ain't blaming no somebody like you a victim. Please ask real-life questions, all right? And if you have a comment or a particular uh, story or something like that, then share it with us so you can so we can help give you solutions. We're here to, to do solutions, not debate about it, because he's been studying this since, two thousand. you said 2001 or 2010, Dr. Narty? Yeah, no, I started in 2001. I, 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 it was in 2013 that the, the, the family, the couple, the family came to me. Okay, thank you. Let me get to the first caller. Caller from the 215-868. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for joining the show tonight. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Um, good evening. This is Isis. Oh, hello, Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can. Yes, yes. This is a very um, hot and interesting topic, and um, I don't have an opinion. You just answer a lot of questions that were on my mind. In reference to um, you know homosexuality and lesbianism, because I always, well, growing up, I was in a neighborhood where there was a lot of young boys who acted like girls. And when you know, when I was young, I didn't understand it. But when I got older, I said, well, they must have been born like that because they we were little, jumping rope and playing jacks together. So the, it has been answered. I mean, the thought that was in my mind, you know, and if that if it's something that can if people want to ch- to change it, it's nice to know that there's something here to to you know, to guide them to and direct them. I appreciate all this information this evening. Thank you for Thank calling you. in tonight. We definitely appreciate right. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Be blessed. Caller from the next caller from the seven three two. Five four seven seven three two five four seven. Your mic is wide open. You're on the Coach Kyer Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, my name is I Man. How you doing, Coach Kyer? Uh, What's going I'm, on, big brother? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate what you're doing here. Uh, I was I, I called in late, so only caught part of it, and I was uh, listening to the doctor, and he was saying something about uh, homosexuality also being uh, connected with uh, diet, teas. And chromosomes. Uh, it was interesting because I noticed years ago they were talking about uh, the soy and how soy has phytoestrogen in it. And I was all, and I also had a question. I've grown up around uh, young gentlemen that were uh, gay since they were little, and I was always asked the question: Could some people actually, like on an energetic level, could some people just be that way on an energetic level, and it don't have anything to do with like uh, with environment or food? What I mean by energetic level is uh like uh like on a spiritual level like uh like if someone was had a well I was going into a little bit of, like incarnation. Say if someone was a, a female for so many years on an energetic level when they come into this world uh as a man, would they still kinda express those feminine natures starting from an energetic level and it really don't have anything to do with diet or environment? Um that is Thank you very much. That is a very insightful question. This was, this was one angle that I started studying when I was studying, um, you know, when I was studying um, uh, the genes. You know, if 
we normally look at genes as carriers of diseases or carriers of health. We don't look at genes in the other dimensions. So if a person was a homosexual in this lifetime and died and he has genes, these are the genes of a homosexual, the genes of a transvestite, or the genes of a lesbian. There will be a natural tendency to lean in that direction. That is, that is exactly what I meant by certain tendencies. Certain tendencies. The tendency will be there. But if the social factors are not there to consummate the, the steering process, to, to, to see the steering process through, the person may only fantasize about that, but will not be a full-blown homosexual or uh, lesbian. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that's very insightful. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, big brother, for calling in. That was definitely an excellent, um, excellent point. It's awesome, baby! Next caller we have tonight is from the 850-702, 850-702. Your microphone is wide open. Welcome to Coach K Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from tonight, please? Hello, this is Aisha. I'm calling from Tallahassee. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing well. Oh, Aisha, yeah. Good, good, good. I have a question, and this is a topic. I came in very late to the show because I had to work this evening. However, we have a set of twins, actually my siblings. Uh, They're younger than me. They're right up under me, and they're fraternal twins. One is a boy and one is a girl, and they are both gay. And I, my grandmother used to say that, there was something like an imbalance happened inside the womb, but I would like an opinion on that. I have questions about it, and I don't, I don't understand. Like, and we've known since they were little because I remember at Christmas the two of them trading toys out, and they did it so much that my mom was like, "Why do we just want to start just, you know, basically buying her the boy toys and him the girl toys?" Because they would just trade out like right under the tree, like. We couldn't never, and I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, has, does that often happen? Like, what, what, if anything, made that happen? Like, I don't, it confuses me, and I don't, I love my siblings, but I just want to know what happened. No, wait, that, that's why, that's, I, I wish, I, I mean, it's too bad that you, you miss, you miss the, uh, the first segment of the, of the show. I explained that earlier, you know. I explained, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I think. I think um, I don't want to rehash what I said, but uh, tomorrow, when you replay the whole show, you will listen to it from the very beginning. You know, okay. and then I, I yeah, I explain, I explain that it is diet, it is diet that plays a role. It is diet, pharmaceutical drugs, alcohol that plays a role oh, at the chromatin what? level. At that plays a role at the chromatin level in order to disrupt the tracks in the telomeres. I mentioned that earlier. Okay. So I, 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 think I, you, hear that. I did hear that part. I heard. I heard that part. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was wondering. I, now, my question is also then part two. That would be this: because we share the same mother, not the same father. Could like what mm-hmm. he eats, could his diet and everything have affected as as much as the mother did? Like, 
Because I know my mom didn't drink or anything while she was pregnant. Take any like the pharmaceuticals. My mom's never been into that. But like, because we share different, they share a different father. Like, mm-hmm. could what she had eaten and stuff had um, played a role in you know what happened, like developing in the womb? Maybe I don't know. That 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 diet diet drugs alcohol play a significant role in that. In addition to the genetic extension, you know when you ha- when you have a child. A child is born today. You don't know how many. You don't know the genes that made that child who she is today. You don't know, you know. And what if the genes, if the genes that, if some of the genes that made that child who he or she is today, were the genes of lesbians or the genes of homosexual? You don't know. All you see is being played out in front of you. What you are seeing, but what happened behind the scenes? What happened behind the scenes, you don't know. So now, just like the families that, that, that travel to come and see me, if you start early, fine. But if you wait, if you wait and wait and wait, well, and then social factors, and social factors come to reinforce that belief and behavior, that, that's it. Okay. 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 Well, thank you very much for the, um, those answers. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks very much, Aisha, for calling in. And the hits just keep on coming. All right. The next caller is calling in from the, I think it was uh, 757. 202-757-202. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Hey, what's going on, good brother Kanye? This brother Therese. What's going on, Dr. Nante? Hello, All right, I got, I got a, um, a couple for you. Um, if you can, one is a question, a couple is a, and two is a statement. Um, I wanted to get your feedback on serotonin and dopamine and um, biologically if that has anything to do with it. And um, the other question is, one is about, um, I know that you mentioned Africa, but I see, like, um, in, in the community that is um, that is raising themselves um, scientifically, mentally, and culturally, um, there's, a, there's rites of passages, and um, I didn't hear that mentioned. And in this particular culture, um, one, I don't think that children have um, been educated on the true purpose of sex or intercourse in the first place. Um, and two, I mean, I guess a rites of passage in, in order to um, bring a young woman into um, a certain manner and a young boy, because pretty much right now everything is kind of wide open and it's kind of all over the place. And so, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of biological or dietary and environmental influences that can affect you know what I'm saying affect people. So um, you know if if those you know I wanted to get your feedback on that. And the last one the last one was the fact that in in this particular um, country where we where we are located, when Kaya mentioned also about media. Um, you know, there has been a, a very heavy influence of putting brothers in, in skirts, um, you know what I'm saying, in the movies. 
and you know there's 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 always been some type of subconscious influence um from the dominating culture um for um for male or male um interaction not per se female on female interaction but male on male interaction so i i fall back on that yes and when you, when you were talking about culture i mean you were more specific about the us media and the movie influence and then you are also specific about uh, uh, serotonin and dopamine, but the culture you were very fluid. I wanted you to to be more specific about the question you were asking about culture. Tell me about what 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 exactly is bringing the question. Oh oh no, I, the, the the one was the um, rites of passage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was saying is that you know there's people that um, have embraced. Um, a cultural or, like you said, a scientific, um, 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 I guess you want to say, inspiration. And that normally doesn't, the homosexuality doesn't normally seep into there. So it's as That is it, true. Uh, okay, now I see, I, see, I see where you are heading. Yeah. I see where you are heading. Okay. In Ghana, they have the right of passage where at age 13, at age 12, or at age 13, you know, uh, all right, now he now you become a man from now on. You become a man from now on, and then a woman from now on. You become a woman. Yes, uh, up to a point, um, those who participate in the rite of passage, um, I will not say that there is conclusive evidence that they will not become homosexual. As I said, when a baby, when a child is born. You never know the genes that made that child. You never know. Because if there are 70,000 genes in one cell and 70 trillion cells make a human being, so how many genes make a person? And the genes will be coming from the lineage, from different, different parts of the lineage to make a person. And you never know. You can have the right of passage making you a man. You can have a right of passage making you a woman. But... If you have certain genes locked in you, you may fantasize without expressing it openly. You may fantasize. That is what I know about people who have had certain genes and do not know what to do, and they cannot explain it, but all they do is they just enjoy it, they just fantasize without knowing, without letting anyone know exactly what it is. But if such a person is given the opportunity, well... Um, I don't know what is going to happen. I don't want to speculate because I'm not a speculator. I, if, if there are facts, I will discuss the facts. What, what about the dopamine? Does, does that have any Yes, yes, yes. I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm, 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 going, okay. I'm going to that now. Uh, okay. Dopamine, serotonin, these are neurotransmitters. Dopamine, serotonin, these are neurotransmitters. And if, if um, you are not producing enough neurotransmitters, it may not necessarily uh, affect you as uh, uh, make a person uh, uh, homosexual. What you do is, I personally have not come across some studies where uh, homosexuals uh, were declared homosexual because their level of serotonin was too low or their cell level of dopamine was too low. No. Um, serotonin plays a, di- plays a different role also as far as sleeping is concerned. Dopamine also plays a role as far as, as, far as uh, uh, nerves are concerned. Uh, when the dopamine level is too low, the person may experience uh, hand tremor or shaking. Uh, 
you know. Uh, when the dopamine level too, uh, is too low, the person may experience a lot of pain in addition to low level of cortisol. So I have not seen a conclusive study showing that this contributes to homosexuality. It is more, it is more of something that happened at the chromosomal level, but not at the level of the neurotransmitter. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you all both. Appreciate it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Bye. Okay. Thank you, big brother. I appreciate you for calling in. It's awesome, baby. Woo! Somebody talking about single moms. Listen, we're talking about solutions over here. Dr. Nardi in the chat room, they're saying, well, you know, uh, a lot of these homosexual males are coming from single ma- single mother households. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, eventually... Uh, eventually, there are, there, are, there are many, there are many, there are many men who are not homosexuals who came from uh, uh, single mom households, and uh, I will not, I will not support it. I will not endorse it, and uh, it's too speculative. Let's have some facts. <laughs> we ain't doing speculative tonight. We're doing facts. The caller number three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. The line's blowing up. Let me get to the next caller. Caller from the 308-350. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yeah, this is Corey calling from Louisiana. Appreciate you calling in, Corey. Hey, uh, Coach, how you doing? Doing good, big brother. And yourself? Uh, I'm all right, man. Uh, I appreciate the invite. And also, I'd like to thank you for having such a topic that a lot of people don't want to speak on in the main media nowadays, but I was just calling really to ask if um, there has been any research that has been done and formulating something as such as some type of antidote, if it's a chemistry thing that's based upon the genetic makeup in the body, has there been something that's been discovered or is anyone working on something that's actually been kind of formulated in some type of therapeutic manner that can actually reverse the process? If it's like over estrogen or under the t- testosterone make that a person needs in their body, is there something no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with estrogen. It has nothing to do with testosterone. As I explained, it is a uh, it's chromosomal. Uh, it has to do with chromatin and the telomeres. So these are the tracks that have to be that have to be adjusted. And uh, they said, uh, as I as I explained, uh, therapeutically. Uh, if the person is willing, if the person is willing, like uh, this family uh, that is willing, the entire family that is willing to do something about it, well, uh, something can be done. Something can be done, yes. But um, uh, uh, if you are talking about research, if you are talking about research and you are talking about uh, 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 reversing it, now they will come up, they will come with some vaccines, they will come with some drugs, right. and then believe me, that is not going to work. That is not going to work because uh, the fundamentals have not been well understood. Okay. Well, one more question for you. Based upon the, um, the theory that you said about the fantasy, when you were speaking on fantasy, that like a person could be uh, of a certain sex gender and for a period of time that they have this fantasy in their mind. So even on the therapeutic level, is it a place where a thought actually becomes an action? If a person just thinks on something like that, even with the media having this mass agenda 
as people are saying that the um, this movement for males are to be feminized. So if a person just thinks upon this for so long and he sees it for so long, is it that these thoughts are something that are becoming actions in these males because they're overwhelmed with the thoughts, or is it that something that this person has been fantasizing about already? Well, you know, as you know, the media plays, the media has an influence on the mind, you know. So if you, if you, if you, if you are easily influenced by the mind and you have this inclination, if you have this propensity, then it's going to blow up, you know. So now you, do, now you, have, you, have, you have society, you have society influencing you in some way, and you also had the propensity. So, um, but... I personally do not think that the fantasy, there are many people who fantasize about things without necessarily expressing them and without necessarily putting them out there in the public. You know, you may, you, you may fantasize about a car, you may fantasize about a woman, you may fantasize correct, about, there are even some women, there are even some women who fantasize about a man even when they are having intercourse and then they are fantasize about that man and that's, that's, that's how they have orgasm. And then there are some women who also fantasize about uh, some particular kind of women, and that is, that's what helps them to bring, that, bring out their orgasm. So there are all kinds of things happening in this world, but they are, they are not crazy, but hey, that's part of life. I understand, and I appreciate it. Hey, Coach, are you going to put something out there so we can follow uh, up with the doctor's work and that we can be able to go out and get any more information from them? or? Oh man, you know how I do. You know how I do. You know I got that covered. You know how I got that covered. If you want to keep up with Dr. Maxwell Narchi, the first thing you can do is go to the Facebook page, Symptometry, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y. Just type in the word symptom and then E-T-R-Y at the end of it and like the page. You'll see him on there, Maxwell Narchi. He has a Facebook page. He needs some more friends. He ain't got enough friends. I'm trying to give him the 5,000 as fast <laughs> as I can. Um, and his website is symptometry.com. And this show is linked in to 60-plus other shows that we've already done together at symptometrybooks.com. Go to www.symptometrybooks.com. The brother's writing books like every five minutes. And they're written on an eighth-grade level. So when you read them, they're super understandable for you and the whole family. We have packages. We also have a book called um, Intelligent Children Are Not Born, They Are Made, which is one of the reasons why I even did this show tonight, because the adults in the chat room, they can sit there and get as confrontational as they want. I don't care. I'm doing this for the children. I'm doing this for those who are willing and intelligent enough to listen See, I know that all fruit don't ripen at the same time. When you go buy a banana and it's green and you want a yellow banana, you don't throw away the green banana. You just give it time so it can ripen. You know what I'm saying? When I came to symptometry, Dr. Nardi would probably classify me and Dr. Abbott as green bananas. We came in talking a whole bunch of crazy stuff, and Dr. Nardi just shook his head, and he was patient with us. And that's one of the reasons why I stick around with a master teacher like this who is going to and is taking his place among the Field Valentines and the Mitchell Gibsons and the Delbert Blairs and the Jewel Pilgrims. You understand what I'm saying? He is the master teacher among amongst us, which is why I even had him on my show 
anyway. And he's not been here for over two years just whistling Dixie. You know what I'm saying? This is provable science. You know I come from the factology and right knowledge, so I'm not coming up here with nothing that cannot be proven because I'm a doubter myself. I have a heavy dose of uh, skepticism in everything I come into, and you got to prove it to me. So the people who gravitate to this show, they are also like me and like mine. We like mine and like rhyme. We have to. It's got to be proven to us. So I'm not going to bring nobody on here who's going to just come on and just, oh, well, here's my opinion. I ain't never heard Dr. Nardi's opinion. In over two years, I don't know what his opinion is. He ain't never gave me his opinion. He gave me something that can be proven or he say, I don't know. I don't know. If he say he don't know, he say, I don't know. Just like that. <laughs> but if he know, I know to shut my mouth, humble myself so I can learn something, so I can pass it on to children or I could pass it on to other people who may catch me in the streets because I want to be an ambassador for wellness. Queen Afua told me I was a healing juggernaut. So if she's claiming, she looked at me and said, you a healing juggernaut, that means when I go somewhere, a juggernaut doesn't let things stand in between him and where he's going. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to look at the falsehoods and be afraid of them. You know what I'm saying? I try to shine a little light. But when I have to, I have to go into Biggie Smalls mode, and I have to kick in the dough. You know what come after that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I appreciate the love, and I appreciate the facts. That's what I'm talking about, big brother. I love you. Uh, I love you too, God. Peace. It's awesome, baby. Y'all better hear him call in. I got two more callers, and I want y'all to hear who they are. Um, 347-205-9089. It's been a long time since we went to an after party. I hope they call back in. One of them fell off, but that's all right. They'll, they'll be right back. Um, press 1 if you need to get in. If you are in the chat room, you need to call in 347-205-9089 if you want to hear the last two callers and if you want to hear the following, you know, this, 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 this discussion. I see one of them been waiting on the phone almost 30 minutes to come in with a comment. So please, you don't want to miss. Call in right now. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Let me get back to the call to the call queue. Five one six 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 nine. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Good evening, everybody. Uh, they call me Doctor Bombay. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm a healer. Uh, I work with uh, energy, sounds, lights, and different things like that, as well as with the herbs, as Doctor Nadi's talking about. Um, I I. I can't speak from a scientific background, but I can definitely speak from a, from where my spirit would tell me. And where he's talking about the chromosomes and the telomeres, I kind of understand that uh, it's the the lack of the activation of certain uh, pieces in the chromosome because it's not able to cap itself, so it becomes shorter or it's too much, and the activation process is thrown off in either instance. And those tendencies tend to arise. But then there are other things that also happen besides just the uh, the concept of the homosexuality and the lesbianism that comes out of it. Uh, as far as medicine doing anything to help, uh, I mean, we all know that they're all blockers. They block things in the body. So there's no way that I can see medicine really being uh, at the forefront of being able to change anything in that format. Now, uh, knowing that the telomere and the chromosome is not totally 
capping and it's not completing, uh, there's a deficiency, some sort of a possibly a chemical deficiency that is not allowing it to do that. So if you were to introduce those chemicals, natural chemicals that are absorbable by the body, then there is an opportunity to overcome it, uh, which is what I truly believe in. Uh, if your cells die every three years, uh, your whole body is renewed in a sense, but uh, there are external factors that can affect the DNA. And um, if you're not getting the right nourishment, which is coming by way of food, your environment is not good, which can also affect your DNA, uh, sounds which can change your DNA, uh, all of these different things are not addressed. As you mentioned, it, something can happen. But the very basics of it also has to do with the body itself. If you're able to, in three years, uh, renew yourselves with the full uh, chromosomal capacity with the proper telomering uh, capping at the ends, as you mentioned, uh, then that tendency can start to be withdrawn. Uh, the foods in this country just definitely are not geared for that. When you break the DNA of an apple, for example, to give it more flavonoids and carotenoids, uh, that DNA change when you eat it affects your DNA too. So, you know, the diets and things like that that have been mentioned, it's very, very powerful. Uh, when, when the DNA is changing the food that you're eating, it affects your DNA. I mean, this whole thing about zombieism, that, that's happening too because of that. Uh, you know, vibrations, when somebody says something, that also affects you too. So, uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with Dr. Nadi on a lot of things. Uh, and yet, there are certain herbs that can uh, that are not good for you and that can hurt you and can affect you in a negative way. But there are definitely herbs that can help you overcome uh, what's going on with the uh, the healthcare aspect and the chromosomes. There are also herbs that can also uh, uh, maintain the integrity of your DNA because your integrity is being broken down. Uh, on a regular basis by, by the utilization of, of these foods that is coming out of America. Uh, it, it has passed on throughout the world, and as he mentioned, um, you know, the Americas, the womanization of America, as they call it, is the womanization of, of the world with men growing uh, uh, breasts and whatnot because of the hormonal imbalance, which is also affecting things. So there, there are, we have to look at the uh, picture as a whole, but uh, I do believe that, that it can be overcome by way of herbs and uh, by other, uh, the environment also changing that somewhat. But the basic body itself can be brought back to its original state because every three years it's been deteriorating. And if you look at people that are, are doing worse, uh, usually after three years they look worse than they did three years prior when you saw them. So the opportunity is definitely there. The herbs are there to help uh, to overcome that, and, and I believe that can happen um, uh, I don't know how Dr. Nardi feels about other herbs that, that can actually help the body bring uh, life back to the body in the original format that it used to be. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, as, 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 as I said, you, I, I talk, you remember I mentioned toxic herbs. You have, not all herbs are not created equally. You know, there are some, you know, I come from a herbalist background myself. So there are, there are some herbs, there are some herbs that are helpful, but my problem is there are people who do not know the difference between the good herbs and the bad herbs. They do not know the herbs that will hurt their DNA and they hurt their cells. All they do is they are running away from pharmaceutical drugs because drugs kill people. Drugs hurt people. What about the herbs? 
they are not all, not all herbs are helpful. There are some herbs that will hurt you. So know the herbs that are good from the herbs that are bad. So who is the person to help you identify these good herbs? Unless you go to somebody who has studied herbs very well and has been in the business for a long time and knows that this is good for diarrhea. This is good for numbness. This is good for headache. This because he has a track record of how it has helped people in the past. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, and uh, I've, I've worked with them, and I've got helped a lot of people overcome uh, various diseases uh, that are going on out here. Let me just uh, go back to another point. Uh, let, let's talk about this particular thing. It's called the pineal gland. Uh, from my understanding of the pineal gland, which is also known as the third eye, uh, it is a place in the five folds of the brain above the pituitary and the thyroid. Uh, the pineal gland, uh, would you agree, is the most important gland in the body, first of all? Um, I, will not, I, will not, I will not state that is the most important. No, um, I will not say that. Um, because we have the we have the pituitary gland we have the pituitary gland that is equally important. You see, in the human body, in the human body, I shy away, I stay away from placing one to be the most important and the other one to be subservient and below the others. No, the hierarchy the hierarchy is out. The all all glands are equally important. It's just like a car. The tires are important as important as the engine. The, the, the steering wheel is as important as the engine. The spark plugs, the spark plugs are as important as the, uh, as, as the fan belt. They are all important. To say one is more important than the other, I stay away from that completely. Well, I don't, I don't mean that, I don't mean that uh, the uh, body parts are not important. They're all important. Uh, from my understanding and from what I uh, was taught uh, and understand this thing, is that the pituitary gland is where uh, when the egg and the sperm from the parents come together to make the zygote, which is the, the DNA blueprint of who you are, uh, basically it resides in the pineal gland. And the rest um, of the body... No, no, I, I, I will not go that far. I will not go that far because in anatomy, anatomy and physiology, the pineal gland does not stretch that far. You know... For metabolism, the thyroid gland is very important. For metabolism, the thyroid gland is very important. For, for, the, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the cycle, the sleeping cycle and the waking cycle, the pineal gland is very important. And the connection between the pineal gland and the solar plexus, which is the belly button, is very important because that is where spirituality comes in. That's why it's called the third eye. That's why it's called the third eye. And the chakra, a chakra is very important in, that, in these two areas because of the role they play in extending and in expanding knowledge. Correct. Correct. And, and, and as above, so below, at being in the solar plexus, which is your sun, which also equates to the digestive fire in the body. Uh, basically, if your uh, digestion is off, that means everything else in the body is bound to be off too in some form or the other. Would you agree with that? That that is that is correct. This is why this is why I said look, they, they are all they are all important. That's why I don't have I don't want a hierarchy. They are all important. That's it. They they all bring their contribution to the table. 
let us all enjoy what they are bringing. I'm absolutely, you're absolutely correct. I mean, the whole body is the shrine. Uh, so, I mean, we we in India, for example, have looked at the pineal gland as being, you know, given that hierarchy. Just like in in Africa, we have kings and queens. In India, we have kings and queens, and you have generals and so forth. Even the animal kingdom has a king, and 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 so on. It has a hierarchy. Uh, the plant kingdom it also has a hierarchy. I mean, this is just the way that we, uh, from I guess from our creator, have been created in that format. Uh, this is just what we see all around us. So if I was just trying to equate it in that sense, uh, related to that. Now, um, when 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 they when they say in India, for example, that the God cell which exists there, and the reason why it's called the God cell is because uh, they say that it the the original zygote. Uh, which then replicates itself or uh, or makes in its image the rest of the body, which is, uh, they also say is called. Stem but cells. you see, this, this is one thing. I I keep saying that I shy away from hierarchy because this is how women have been enslaved from the very beginning. This is how there is a master, then then they are slaves. There's a master, and then they are servants. Always hierarchy, hierarchy. Why can't we be all equally important? The person who sweeps the, the the person who sweeps the office, who keeps the office clean, is as important as the chief executive who runs that office. I totally agree with you. I am not. I'm not even trying to suggest that at all. Um, even in um, hierarchy, if the the king is wise, the rest of the kingdom is good, and is at ease, and is in love, and is in growth, and is uh, flourishing. The same way, uh, if the if the wisdom or the wise ruler, so to speak, is is ruling, then the, in your body, for example, and the rest of the body is at ease also, and is working in harmony with each other, without necessarily, uh, you know, looking at it in just in the term of a king, or of a higher order. Uh, but you know, even uh, if we look at it in a positive way, I, I don't I don't see anything uh, bad with it. But then again, that's my opinion, your opinion uh, being communicated. But I was just trying to throw a little uh, different uh, backlight into this uh, from my background and even the American Indians uh, that have, that's, uh, that speak of the pineal gland, they call it the signature cell. Dr. Uh, Bombay, and it's not Dr. Bombay, Dr. Bombay, excuse me. The show, like I said, Dr. Nardi is my guest, and we said scientific fact, not opinion. So I appreciate that you are coming in to share what you have to share, but Dr. Nardi, as I said, has never given his opinion. And when you came on the show, you said, I am not a doctor. That means that, but he is a doctor, accredited in many, many different fields, microbiology, quantum mechanics, food science, as well as a fourth-degree master herbalist from Africa. So I'm um, very well, you know, on, he knows what he's talking about, but he's not a guest on my show to be either shown up or to be here and be educated. He's very humble to listen to what is being said, but I'd like for you to ask, you know what I'm saying, to, to, uh, to add that much from you as well, to listen to what he's imparting to you as well, because he's got information. Just me listening that you don't have currently from your background, not saying that you can't get it, but 
these things that he's telling you, like I said, this, this show is about homosexuality, not about Dr. Bombay, Dr. Bombay coming on saying, let me shine my light for Dr. Nardi so he can see something like he hasn't seen it. You know what I'm saying? He said he agreed with you in some of the things that you said, and then he also gave you the science. He gave you the science, which is duplicatable, which is what we're looking for here. I'm not looking for a solution. I'm not looking for um, uh, opinions on the show. I do appreciate you calling in. I do appreciate you listening. And I do appreciate your a personal experience. But as we continue to grow on this particular show on Tuesday nights, we're looking for science, not opinions. All right? Okay. My apologies. I, I, I came to the show late. I'm not familiar with uh, Dr. Nardi, so I apologize, Dr. Nardi. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, from what I was listening to, I mean, this is very interesting what you said uh, as far as the uh, chromosomal um, aspect of, of what's going on. Um, so, I mean, are, are they, are companies like genomics, what is genome and all these other companies, human uh, science genomes, are they, they've been tracking the chromosomal uh, 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 studies. Have they come up with anything? Have they uh, found certain parts of the genes? No, no, no. They, 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 have not, they have not found anything. Don't forget that they some of them are in the pocket of these preachers. Some of them are in the, uh, be, they belong to some religious groups, some Christian groups and all that. And, uh, you know, these are the people who have been bashing homosexuals without understanding what causes homose- homosexuality, you know. And uh, I, I, if I told you, if I had not found two particulates in the material medica that, right. that, that mention homosexuality, I, I, it would not have dawned on me also to start knocking on the doors of these scientists out there who exist, but they don't have a voice. Many good scientists are out there, but they don't have a voice. I am the one who is, I'm, I'm bringing them out now without even mentioning their names. They are out there. They study genetics. They study chromosomes, the chromatin, the telomeres, the, all the tracks and all that. They are good. But you don't hear about them. Why? Why? Because they don't have a forum. They don't have a forum. They need a forum. And symptometry is a forum for them now. That's why they are very happy to work with me. And very soon, they'll be very happy to work with the other uh, uh, symptometrists also, who are therapeutic scientists. So that is what we are creating. And thanks to Coach Kair, who has made his forum av- uh, available uh, for people like you to come and others to come and listen so that at least you know that there is a solution, at least you know that there is a root cause to this problem and not that God curse some people. I see. Has there been anything done as far as the genome instability that they, they've, they've, been, they've noticed when, when telomere uh, is, is weakened or it's not working uh, at its proper level? Well, uh, some, some, some have done some work on the telomeres, and they've, and they've seen that, okay, uh, it regenerates, it regenerates, and then uh, it breaks down also, and then they discovered that there were some chemicals in the, in the, in the, in the water we drink, uh, chemicals in the, in, in the air we, we breathe in that, uh, that destroys, the, that destroys and the telomeres, and this accounts for... Um, uh, uh, infertility in men and in women, you know. Um, 
but now you know uh, the few cases of the few cases of uh, uh, infertility that are reversed in in women I did not even use this one. I did not use even the particulate for homosexuality. I used a totally different particulate, you know. So um, the telomere, they've, they've worked on it, but the work is incomplete. It is the work, it is the particulate that I found that helped me to, uh, uh, to understand what really happened. You have to understand what happened. You see, you have seen the result. What happened? It is the particularly that you tell the story. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And I apologize again to everyone. Uh, that was not my intention to come on in a, in a bad format or being disrespectful. So I apologize yes. for that. And thank you very yes. much for your mission, uh, Doctor. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor Bombay. Yeah. And the hits just keep on coming. No problem. Next caller from the 816-812. Um, your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, this is Renee. Hi. Yeah, hello, Renee. Yeah. Hi. Um, I was in the chat room talking with you. Are saying some a few things, and um, I mentioned I'm working on a documentary about um, what seems to be an increase in homosexuality in the black community, and I wanted to ask. Um, well, first of all, um, the the facts, if we're speaking about facts, are that the black community has the largest percentage of LGBT of any other race, and that also. Um, stats just came out that um, if a black male is a homosexual, or excuse me, if a black male is uh, sexually active with a male by the time he's 18 and he's, you know, in a gay lifestyle, that they will have, uh, most of them will have HIV before the age of 30. Um, so I wanted, wanted to talk about, um, I know you were saying, you know, it's not one color. It definitely affects of course, anybody, it, it doesn't matter. But I wanted to get your take on, do you think seriously, though, that there is an increase in the black community? And what do you think with your information? I want to thank you so much because I'm, I was coming, I'm coming more from a social standpoint with a lot of what I have to say and certain policies and different things put in, in place. But there is definitely a scientific element, obviously, um, I did a lot of research on it, and I know in 2003 they had finished mapping the human genome. And at that time, you know, since then they said there's no gay gene at all, which to me only made sense that it wouldn't be one because if there were, it would have been bred out, seeing as most people, heterosexual people, are the ones who have children. But what is your take? Do you think there's an increase? And, do, and what do you think scientific-wise, how can we get this? to the masses, or, or how can, you know, we get this out there to the black community? Um, Renee, um, well, I will, be, I will be willing to help, to help you get it out there to the black community, but the, the nature of symptometry is universal. You know, we have a universal appeal. We don't only address 
the issues of one particular community. But if um, the leaders of a community want us to solve a problem for them, we will be more than willing to, to do it. Just like you now, you are doing a documentary on the rise of uh, homosexuality yes. in the black community. What accounts for that? What accounts right. for that? You see, what accounts for that? We have to go back. We have to go back to science. What happened right. to the telomeres? What happened to the telomeres? During pregnancy, was the right. woman smoking? Was the woman drinking? You see, one thing, one thing I know, one thing I know is addiction. If right. I, I, I do pregnancy management, and I always ask the pregnant woman, what are you addicted to? Mm. What are you addicted to? Addiction is self-destruction. Mm -hmm. And if yes. a woman is addicted to clay, if a woman is addicted to charcoal, if a woman is addicted to dust, if a woman is addicted to something, oranges, a woman is addicted to oranges, a pregnant woman mm -hmm. is addicted to oranges. If a pregnant woman is addicted to hot pepper, hot pepper, hot pepper is destructive. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it has a lot of nicotine called solanin. Now, it's a red pepper is a nightshade. It's a nightshade. So, what do nightshades do? What do nightshades do? You have to know how the nightshades affect the genes, how they affect the telomeres, how they affect the chromosome. Now, there are other there are other kinds of there are other kinds of there are other kinds of chromosomal abnormalities where the chromosome duplicates itself. Instead of having 46 chromosomes, you are going to have 47. You are going to have 48. All this, be all this because there is something that you introduce that disturbs the arrangement and the communication at the genetic level. So why there is a rise of homosexuality in the black community, you go back to diet. You go back to lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. You, you go back to diet. You go back to lifestyle. And I'm very, very happy that you are not playing the blame game to say no. that, oh, it was this one who brought it to us. We have been here. We have been sitting quietly over here. They brought it. No. Yeah. Eat, yeah. eat scientifically and live yeah. scientifically, and all these problems will not happen at all. And then, if you die, the gene will not go to the gene pool and wait in the lineage. The next child that will be born will not have that, tendence, that tendency. This is how mm. you wipe out, this is how you wipe out a particular a peculiarity, disease, disorder from the face of the earth. This is how it is done. So, so the, the future, the future is now. Start now. Right. Right. Would you say that? Um, well, one more thing. Someone, um, I was reading some some information from someone who used to or worked with the the uh, FDA, and yes. they were speaking that um, 
there are certain, uh, specifically house cleaners um, and certain things like that, uh, chemicals in the home to clean. I agree. I agree. I agree 100% because you inhale them. This is why why, why we are doing our best now. This is why we are doing our best to, to, to... to use lime, to use lime and lemon as the mm-hmm. natural chemical chemical for, for cleaning instead of these ammonia-based chemicals. When you inhale them, they destroy your liver, they destroy your genes, they destroy yourself and all that. You know, we, symptomatically, we have a long way to go, but at least we have, we have projects. We have projects lined up. We have projects lined up. Yes, so household chemicals... Uh, I, you know, I said chemicals, so I did not. I was not right. specific. I was not specific, but I said chemicals. There are chemicals that damage the arrangement in the chromosomes in order to predispose a person to that uh, tendency. Mm, wow! I want to thank you and then, so much. And then, and then you, you you mentioned HIV. Oh, there's a rise of HIV in, yes, in, the, yes. in the in the black in the black community. First of all, you have to understand HIV. You have to understand. You have to understand HIV. HIV is not new. HIV is right. not new. Right. HIV no, have been right. here for thousands of years. It is. It is. In, it, it was in the in the early 1980s when uh, uh, this 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 actor um, uh, Rock 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 Huston Rock Huston yes. got uh, uh, AIDS. Yes, that uh, f- finally the, the the scientific community uh, got on board and decided to discuss HIV. But it's, it's called the lentivirus. It's a snail virus. It's a snail mm-hmm. virus. It has been around for all this time. Now, it infects flukes. It infects flukes. Now, what feeds on flukes? Flukes. What feeds on flukes? Snails feed on, on flukes. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. mudfish, mudfish, catfish. Catfish feed on flukes. You know, mm-hmm. crabs feed, feed, feed on flukes. Who asked you to go and eat shrimp? Who asked you to go and eat crabs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by diet, lifestyle. You have to eat yeah. scientifically. Leave the scavengers alone. Leave the scavengers. Yeah. Rene, let me ask you a question. Will you, will you cook a vulture for dinner? Absolutely not. Thank you. Then why are you eating yeah. crabs? Why are the people eating crabs? Yes, because it, it eats whatever's <laughs> there. <laughs> it eats the, the crab. Right, right. That's his diet. Yeah. So you know, if if you eat scientifically, that's why that's why that's why we have symptometry. If you eat scientifically and you live if you eat scientifically and you live scientifically, all these problems will not occur, and that is how you solve the problems of the human race. Not necessarily mm. the problem of blacks, the problem of whites, the problem of right. uh, Hispanics, Spanish. No, no, no. The entire human race. You don't have to die to go to heaven. Heaven is right here. Turn into heaven. Yeah. It's like, you know, and now with, with talking to you this evening really enlightened me because on the science, like I said, on the scientific end, I had, you know, done so much study about that. But um, where you're coming from is, you know, a different perspective for me. Um, and now, which which makes me have to do some brainstorming because I want to get that message out there of what you're saying. I want to make a link between the social aspects and the science aspects because a lot of people in the black community, you know, and I'm going to just be honest, do not want to really hear that. They don't want to really hear, you know, the the science thing. You know, when you talk about the information, you're giving absolutely wonderful information, very helpful, but 
a lot of people will say, well, this is what I can afford to eat and, and this, that, and the other. And then there's all these other issues. So that's what I but was you see, you see, you see, you see, um, uh, Renee, you see, you can't. You can be poor and enlightened, and to be poor right. and enlightened is better than to be poor and stupid, and right. and, and 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 hard-headed. Yes, there are yes. people who are poor and hard-headed. Oh yeah, and rich and hard-headed. <laughs> okay, we don't want yes. we don't want people who are poor and hard-headed. We want people who are poor and want to be enlightened. And when you are when you are enlightened. Many doors open to you. Many doors open to you when you are enlightened. And what does it cost to eat scientifically? It is cheap to eat scientifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is cheap to eat scientifically. How much the pork chops and all that? How much do they cost? You you may end <laughs> up spending expensive. you may end up spending more about ten dollars for one meal alone. But if you are eating scientifically, let me tell you one thing. If you are eating scientifically, eat four mangoes right now. Eat four mangoes and drink water. Mm-hmm. Tell me, will you have enough room in your stomach for another food again? No. Is that no. not cheap enough? Is that not reasonable enough? And at the same time, you're eating it's scientifically? Very reasonable. Do you have a, I'm going I'm to go to, I heard about uh, the symptometry, the Facebook page, but do you have a, do you have a site or anything else specific, or do you even have an email, if you would mind, or do you want me to just leave a message on that page? There is a, go, go to the, Go to the website and uh, the, okay. the, the, there's, there's an email there, and then you can com- communicate with me, and then okay. uh, the staff will, the staff will bring it to my attention, and then if you want a consultation, also for you know general consultation, not a health right. consultation, just general cons- consultation, okay, just uh, and let the staff know that uh, uh, you are available for that, and they will give you a date, and then and then they will, they, they will hook hook me with you, and then we will talk. Okay, right. Thank you so much. You are welcome, okay? Bye. Bye, thank you. Is Coach there? I don't know. Hello, 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 hello. hello. I'm here. Um, What I was was saying, the most expensive thing in life is to be hard-headed and to have a big ego. Um, last week I told, I told someone that I charge $100 a month for Tai Chi lessons, which strengthens the immune system, circulatory system, and the respiratory system. And they said, well, after six, six months, I'm going to have given you $600. I say, yeah, but in one day you can take one ride in an ambulance and spend the night in the hospital and owe them <laughs> over $3,000. But I'm going to give you a technique that can change your life but your ego and your hard-headedness is what stands in the way. Just like it's all about we have been so inundated and uh, uh, infiltrated. Our mental space has been infiltrated that we think HIV is the number one killer. But when you do statistics, I can go anywhere 
and pull out a pool of statistics and prove the point I want to prove. If I go to a um, if I go to a right. village that everyone is over a hundred years old and I do a survey, then the advancement of HIV is going to be less than one percent. But if I go mm-hmm. to because everyone in that village knows how to eat. If I go to Dr. Nardi's house and uh, do a do do a poll of him, his wife, his children, and his grandchildren, the poll is going to be zero. There's no chance at all that HIV can or anything sexually transmitted because that's a that's a media marketing type. We've already mm-hmm. proved in in past shows. If you go to symptometrybooks.com, where I would suggest that you go and order what to consume immediately. Start eating scientifically even before you get your consultation. Then you will hear about no a disease cannot be transmitted. A disease is activated because you have a weak immune system and dirty blood. If your blood right. is dirty is the reason why you have any, but the media will never tell you that because that will bankrupt some of these pharmaceutical companies. Oh, yeah. But don't get, oh, yeah. don't get mad at the pharmaceutical companies. Use your ability to do documentaries to get Dr. Nardi on your video so he can go out in mm-hmm. front of the 10,000 people that you influence. That's why he's been on my show for over 70 shows that are two oh, hours wow. in length that we have affected well over 100,000 people just from this show alone. So when we have people that come on because of controversial titles, it is because we do not shy away from giving out the facts. Because if right. Dr. Nardi was doing anything illegal or underhanded, he would not be able to pass the strict rigors of the FDA or the governing bodies that um, have checked out symptometry for over the last 10 years. So when you say, well, why haven't I heard of it? Of course you haven't heard of it because he doesn't have a marketing budget. He doesn't have a budget like McDonald's. He doesn't have a budget like Advil. And his budget is not designed for for rich people who want shortcuts. I know for a fact Dr. Nardi has turned down speaking engagements that will offer him $10,000 because he would rather work in the laboratory to come up with cures to cure autism, to cure cancer, to, to, to cure um, uh, there's a brother who was uh, uh, broke his spine last year who was in a wheelchair and the doctor told him he'll never walk again and he went on Facebook mm-hmm. and sold his wheelchair because he is a faithful wow. student and client of symptometry. He sold his wheelchair on Facebook, put a for sale sign on it and is walking wow. again because he is a patient of Dr. Nardi's when all the other doctors were, as I said earlier, lazy. Lazy yes. me. I don't want to research any further, and I think that this is enough, and I'm going to go yeah. and just take this and sit down with this. So that's not me calling them names. That's calling them because Dr. Nardi had the same background and education as them, and he could have just sat back and said, well, you know, I got this degree. I got this degree. I work at the U.N. Dr. Nardi was working as a translator at the U.N. before he started this. He could have stayed at the U.N. and made lots of money. He speaks over seven languages. He's written over 25 books. So he didn't have to keep on doing this. He has many other hustles or occupations that he can do. But that's why I can call somebody lazy because I look at Dr. Nardi and I say he is a hard worker. He is diligent. So the opposite of diligent is lazy. 
So that's why I use those terms because that's a fact. It's provable. So when you sit back on your laurels and nobody can tell you nothing or your ego is not too or your ego is too big, then that's the problem. Big egos let people die. And so we're not letting big egos or what people's opinions are cause them to die anymore. Symptometry is here. The train has left the station and curing is proven. He has an over a ninety he's well over ninety percent curing rate in the last twenty years. Please go check out www.theamericanschoolofsymptometry.org as well because the proof is in the pudding, and we're asking you to just try it. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. Every now and then, Dr. Narda, we have to tighten up. You know, we have to t- I have to tighten up a little bit to make sure, you know, people people get the message. Well, I understand. I understand. That's good. I work hard now. And, and, and for those listening, uh, the the views and opinions of Coach Kyer are not exactly as those as the board of symptometry. This is my show. Dr. Nardi is my guest. So the way I say it and the way I carry it, it's just the way I do things, okay? So don't go and say, oh, well, this is how they do things. Nope, nope. This is how I do things. And Dr. Nardi has been kind enough to be my guest on my show. And so if there's something that you heard that helped you, then I give all thanks to Dr. Nardi and to the creator and for all of my mentors and teachers. If there's something that you didn't like about the show, then take that up personally with me and the way that I express myself. But this is a show about passion and about caring and about curing people by any means necessary. Yeah! Give myself a round of applause. <laughs> and the hits just keep on coming. Yeah! Dr. Nardi, you don't think I was too passionate tonight, do you? <laughs> well, well, well. I see that you are very energized, so that is good. <laughs> I heard you was a little energized today too, so I wanted to make sure I had uh I made sure I had a good topic for you as well tonight. Well, it's something that I've been working on for 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 as I said as I said in my intro. Uh, thanks, uh, I, all the glory and honor is not coming to me. It's also going to the homeopathic researchers who put those those particulars in the in the book in the Material Medica. I mean, uh, uh, that is fantastic. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm not going to hold you any longer. I could keep on, but we might do a part two on this. I'm going to look what the feedback is for this show, and then we'll, you know, we're going to keep it lively and come up with something um, extraordinary for next week. But I, I still got some questions, and I think that we may have to revisit this one more time because there were a lot of people that came on later on in the show, and I hope they go back and catch the, um, catch the download. But I learned a lot tonight. Um, concerning this particular topic, especially with the chromosome level and the environmental and the social factors. And, of course, you know, we get ready to get off the air. Somebody always raises their hand again. So we got one more caller from the 202-413. 202-413, your microphone is wide open. Can you give me your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, this is Divine Selection, or Alita. How are you, Kyer? Hi, peace. Thank you for listening in tonight. How you doing? I'm great. Hello. You're welcome. Anytime. And hi, doctor. How are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. I'm glad. I'm glad. So 
after listening to everything, I was glad to hear your opinion, your, excuse me, facts. I apologize for that. Um, I do have a question. Is it your position that homosexuality is to be cured or that it's a problem to be fixed? Uh, as I said, homosexuality is not a disease. So I will not use the word cure. It's not a disease. And uh, two, it is not a disorder. Um, this is something. This is something that is preventable. It is something that can be adjusted for those who want to. For, for those who want it to be adjusted, uh, finally, there is something that we can do about the tracks in the telomeres that are screwed up. We can straighten them again. You know. Okay. Well, thank you for answering yeah. that. That was my only yeah. question. Oh, okay. I appreciate your time, both of you. Thanks so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yay! <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's a very good friend of mine, and she has and she has a girlfriend, and I she was one of the uh, people I was thinking about when you because she's she's a, she's a, in her role she's a submissive, and I was thinking about her having a smaller X chromosome because I know <laughs> I know. I know women are, you know, the male in the relationship, but she is all softy. Like, she's just softy, softy. She's just soft all over, you know, but she has, you know, um, she has a child as well as um, she's been married before, you know, to another woman. And so I knew that there was a chance that she might be listening in. And I never thought that homosexuality was a disease that needed to be cured. I wanted to have a more scientific explanation of what causes it and also to offer to people who want to say this is not something that I am cool with or this is something that I want to make a change in my life with. Because like I said before, there are a lot of what I call human vultures who feed off the weak and they go around and say, and this is including the pastors, who go and say it's an abomination? Oh, yes, 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 they, yes, yes. Or they go and they say, um, "Oh, that man won't do." You know, you have a lot of male bashing. That man ain't gonna do you right. You need to be with me. You know what I'm saying? And they run that game. I've seen it many, many times where they run high level game and low level game. I'm not talking about just in the street. I'm talking about women with PhDs and two or three hundred thousand dollar a year salaries. Oh yes, 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 yes. No. You see, that, that, that is true. That is true. And it's, it's not only here in the United States. I mean, uh, it's all over the world. It's all over the world. And then uh, it's good for people to understand, to understand that uh, this is not an abomination and it is not a curse from God. Uh, oh, they deserve it. And this and that. No, 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 no. This is something that happened without the child's knowledge. The child did not ask for it. You know, the child did not ask for it. This just what happened. And then if... If we, we we can do something about it, fine. Yeah, if you don't if you don't want to do something about it, well. And besides, you know, it involves uh, diet, dietary changes and lifestyle changes. And if you are not ready, if you are not ready to to eat scientifically, and you want to keep on inhaling benzene and uh, sniffing glue and uh, doing all kinds, of, putting all kinds of chemicals in you that are going to to keep the uh, that the, the tracks disrupted. Well, that's nothing you can do. Hmm. And exactly nothing, because as we say here at Symptometry, we only can work with the willing. 
So we're not trying to fix someone or we're not trying to force anybody or put them in the double chicken wing. You know, we are, <laughs> we are saying if you want to live an optimal life, which means are you interested in feeling what it feels like for your blood to be cleansed? Are, are you aware that excessive masturbation, um, male or female, damages the vagus nerve? And when a, 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 a damaged and misaligned vagus nerve is going to cause you to have disagreeable relationships on every front, whether it's in a heterosexual or a homosexual relationship. We want people to have better quality of lives. We want people to have better quality of lives by changing their lifestyles, by living more scientifically, not emotionally and not dogmatically and not by hearsay and opinions. We're not interested in opinions. Like I said, I'm going on three years of knowing Dr. Nardi, and I don't know what his opinion is about nothing. Every time he gives me something, he says, these are the facts. He lays it out like he did tonight. He spells the word out. He tells me in another language. He tells me to go look it up. Um, or he says, I don't know. And he's not ashamed to say that he doesn't know something. You know, now, I haven't, he doesn't know much about astrology, but other than that, he's a well, well, well groomed in a, in a many, many areas, but he's also a humble man. And that's one of the things that I love about um, learning from him is um, that he is so humble. And that's one of the things that he passes. So passes on to me and all of his students and clients in symptometry. So thank you for calling in tonight. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. I'm glad you invited me. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. And please share the You're show. You're welcome, y'all. Please share the I show with your page, too, because I know you know I'll a lot right of people who love to hear I, about this. I know. I'll share it right now. No problem. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed night. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. It's awesome, baby. And the hits just keep on coming. Woo-wee. All right, Dr. Nardi, we, I think we did it again. Uh, Dr. Abbott, his um, his call got kicked off. I know he is over there fuming hot um, about this time, so uh, we're gonna have to catch his feedback on a uh, on a on a later show. I'll probably be talking to him right after the show. But Dr. Weinick, you stayed around for all the fireworks tonight. I would love, and you know, I got to check in with you before we leave off the air tonight. Can you tell me some of your thoughts and maybe um, uh, uh, what you picked up tonight or just something that you may want to add to the conversation? Dr. Weinick, do you have your phone on mute? Well, she may have it on mute or she may have gotten knocked off. But I thought she was still on, so I, hope, I guess we lost two sometimes tonight. Dr. Uh, Dr. Nardi, I guess it was just me and you tonight and the whole family. <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to see it go to its logical conclusion, so that is good. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I want to tell everybody, if you are interested in getting in contact with Coach Kair, you can go to CoachKaier.com 
and just click on appointments. And if you need some nurturing or somebody to talk to or, you know, somebody to give you some insight, I'm here and available. My number is 336-587-1215. If you'd like to talk to Dr. Maxwell Narty or someone at headquarters about having him do a workshop or a lecture for you, you can call 708-691-4977. If you are if you need to contact Dr. Charlie Abbott in North Carolina, you also can contact him at 336-456-9183, 336-456-9183. And I am, I, I do this all the time. I know Dr. Weinick's, uh number ends in 1020, but I'm looking for her phone number is 336-545-1020, 336 336- Five four five ten twenty. That's Dr. Elizabeth Weinick. Also, May the third. You need to be in Greensboro, North Carolina. You need to be in Greensboro, North Carolina, because this is when we ha- the symptometry symposium is coming back to Greensboro, and Dr. Nardi is going to be dropping it. I just found out that I'm going to be on ten ten in the morning, so don't be late. Um, we're just going to be having an amazing uh, time in Greensboro, North Carolina on May the 3rd. Um, I'm looking for something on the website. I think if you just go to symptometry.com, there will be some information on the website or go up under contact us, and I'm going to put something on my Facebook page. I'm going to put up a flyer myself about – this, about this workshop, but you will hear some more about it before May the 3rd, um, maybe even next Tuesday I may do another show just about the workshop. So, um, Dr. Nardi, you're going to be talking about mental health on May the 3rd as a keynote speaker, correct? Yes, I'll be talking, well, call it mental health, but um, it's the trapped mind, uh, the trapped mind, uh, why, why, why uh, the world is so, is such, such a big mess why the world is such a big mess and what we can do about it. It's not late yet. Instead of saying, oh, well, doom and gloom, well, it's in the Bible. Well, they said the, the children shall rise against their parents, and this, I do this, this. No, 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 no. We can still do something about it. So that's what I'll be talking about. Mm, great, 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 great. I definitely, I definitely can appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. We're gonna take it on out with with some um, with some good music. Y'all know how we do over here at Coach K Radio. Um, Dr. Nardi had a fabulous show tonight. I appreciate everybody who called in. Um, I just this this was one for the record books, and also all of the shows are being added to Symptometry books. So this was your first show that you caught tonight. We have we have a show we have shows on every topic, you know. So please go over to Symptometry books. And start with the first two shows, show number one and show number two, if you really want to, you know, start out with the root of symptometry and where it came from and, you know, how we got started here on Coach K Radio and um, leading all the way up to 70-plus shows. I'm, I'm uploading some more shows tonight and tomorrow, so you'll be able to catch the download there at symptometrybooks.com as well as um, blogtalkradio.com. All right? So thank you, Dr. Nardi, and I will be talking to you soon. 
And thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in tonight. Please have a great night, and I love you all, and we'll talk soon. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Universal and know that know that.
matter how you say it It only matters what you do Each day please take the time With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.